0: You know, being a pastor is such a wonderful thing. i I love so many parts of my ministry. but one of the parts I've always loved is getting to know people at a deeper level when they let you into their lives. And in the first pastor I had, probably about twenty seven years ago, uh, there was a lady named Jean Hyde. Jean is now with the Savior in heaven. She was a senior citizen when I met her, and I kind of had heard things through the church family that uh, she was homebound and um, and it, people were saying that, you know, she, she didn't answer the phone a lot and they weren't quite sure, you know, where she was at. So I went to see Jean and knocked on her back door. I phoned ahead that I was coming and uh, I just saw a wonderful uh, woman that I came to really grow and appreciate. Every time I visited her, I appreciated her more. She lived in a large house, probably three or four bedrooms, two story. There was no wall between any of the rooms, there was no drywall, uh, you just had studs, wood studs between the various rooms and the floor was incomplete, it was just sub-flooring. Uh, it was just a very unfinished house. But what became very plain to me very quickly was that Jean Hyde was not at all about her house, its appearance or even its completion. She loved the word of God And she was so pleased when each time we met, I got out our our Bibles and we looked at God's word together and she would ask questions, but also she would give inputs that were just excellent. Soon I figured out she was a very, very good student of God's word. She had a hunger for God's word and she set aside a lot of things in her life in order to get to the word of God. Makes me think when we go by the food stores at this time, we see these Long lines of people wanting to get food, six feet apart in the line, store security calling you in in certain small groups. The reason we're in those lines is that we need food. We eat food and uh, we can't do without food. So you can't just say forever and ever. I'll never go to a food store. The lineups are too long. We have to line up and we have to get our food. Well, that's the way it was for Jean Hyde. She wanted the spiritual food of the Bible. And she would do everything in her power to find that time, whatever time of the day that she could, to study God's word by herself. And then when I got to be in on it, I was truly blessed. I was a young pastor at that time. She was the one that gave me two of my most favorite and highly prized books in my library to this day. They were commentaries on the New Testament. And they used the Greek language of the New Testament. So here was this... Uh, short, stooped over, elderly, um, simple, uh, plain um, person who knew Greek. She knew the the Greek of the New Testament and she used it. I was just so blessed to meet such a person like that. And um, when I think about Jean and I think about her love for God's word, I think about that she put a priority on spending time in God's word and learning and uh, she came to give me those commentaries when she heard I was moving on to another ministry. And she couldn't have given me a more valuable and loving gift than those two commentaries. And she wrote in the cover of both. And uh, just to this day, it means a whole lot to me. You know, the Bible should mean a whole lot to all of us. Second Timothy, before I go to 2 Timothy, Job 23, you know what Job went through. Job uh, lost almost everything, his family, his material goods, almost everything. And uh, when he was coming to the grips with that, he said to Eliphaz, one of his friends in Job 23, 12, I have not departed from the command of his lips. I have treasured the words of his mouth more than my necessary food. So what we're saying here is that Job understood If he push came to shove, he was going to choose the spiritual words of the Old Testament versus food on his plate with a knife and a fork. And that's what I think I saw in a very um, wonderful Christian sister named Jean Hyde. And then just before I leave you for this devotional, um, 2 Timothy was the very last book that God the Holy Spirit had Paul write before he was beheaded, for the cause of Christ. He knew it was his death was imminent. He uh, was giving inspired counsel to a young Timothy, Pastor Timothy. And this is what he said at the end of that very last letter in 2 Timothy 4, verse 13. He gave this instructions. And when you come, bring the cloak, which I left at Troas with Carpus and the books, especially the parchments. Paul was facing death. Paul was imprisoned. Paul knew he only had a very limited amount of time left. And one of the things he asked for were the books. Scholars tell us that was the papyrus or the Old Testament scriptures. But then he said, especially the parchments. The parchments, I'm told by research, were animal hides They were expensive paper, extremely costly paper. And he wanted blank parchments, especially the parchments, because he didn't know if he'd get to write more scripture, perhaps. But all that to say, facing death in a prison, what he really was centered on was the Old Testament and perhaps being able to write more of the New Testament kind of reminds me of my friend Gene Hyde, I'm looking forward to seeing Gene and Evan.